welcome back to Unclassical. Hello, everybody. And today is the last part. Wow, of I've done so much. We yeah, I can't. Oh, that's be. very true. I shouldn't preempt things with last part. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, it's, potentially, it's the next part of Alice in Wonderland. It is. And so last time they'd been at the Mad Hatter's tea party. March Hare was a fucking one-line genius. <laughs> Absolute sass queen. Do you remember? Do you remember? Like, have some wine. I don't think there is any. There isn't. Well, then you wasn't very polite to offer some. <laughs> it wasn't very polite to sit down with that big and Exactly. Sass queen, March Hare, ultimate fan club. Literally the best. And then, is she... Is she has she gone through a door that's taken her into like the palace gardens now? Yeah, she, um, she found a door in a tree, as you do. As you do. She went through and found a garden full of gardeners who are painting some roses red. Oh, yes. And the song isn't in the book. Disappointed. I know. No, literally. It takes, so you know like the, the preamble of like, oh, why are we painting the roses red? Well, you see, we accidentally planted some white yeah. ones and the queen wants some red and we don't want to lose our head. Yeah. So that took me about 10 seconds. Oh. It's like... Oh no, Mr. Swear, it was your fault. Nah, look here, seven or I think I would have started if it weren't for nine. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say so one of those things like it doesn't sound like the kind of thing I do I would do. But no, you did do it, you fucked it up. It just doesn't sound very me. It doesn't sound I don't know, it's only my feng shui. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds more like the kind of thing you would do three. Let's yeah, be honest. Let's be honest. So that takes about five bloody pages yeah. of them being like before they get to what's going on, they're like, oh no, you're splashing me in the face, number f- ace. And you're like, did you, did you want to get to the point? Yeah, so I got This final part is just honestly, fever so dream? much, fu- well, yeah, it's all a fever dream, but just so much fucking preamble of like, just random chat that doesn't fucking do anything. Oh dear, it's gone into full-blown fever delirium. Yeah, okay. it just doesn't make sense. It's fun. Um, so anyway, Alice finally establishes that, like, oh, you're painting them red so the queen doesn't cut off your head. Yeah. You could have just said. <laughs> it rhymes! <laughs> you could have just said. <laughs> you're painting the roses red, you could have just said. Yeah, exactly. You're painting the roses red so the queen doesn't chop off your head. You could have just said. Exactly, exactly. Mm. But I do just love, but pardon me, but Mr. Three-Way must you paint them red. Mm. <laughs> We're painting the roses red. So somebody doesn't lose their head. That's not like We don't lose our head. There we go. Anyway. Anyway, we just like the Disney. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Next thing, the Queen and King of Hearts come parading along, mm. followed by all the rest. Um, just to, as an obvious, the gardeners, the Queen, the King, they are cards. Oh, yeah. Number three, number seven, number ace. Oh, not number ace. I suppose, yeah, if you didn't know that from the Disney, yeah, it's well confusing. Like, they all... do, like, specify at one point, and I was like, I needed that. I needed that. I needed to be reminded. Yeah. Because like, so all like the staff are cards. Everyone, and so is the king and queen. The king and queen. Oh, so well, I suppose. But in Disney, they don't look like a card. No, so. but they are. Oh. And um, the king isn't as meek in the book either. Oh, right. But there we go. We're just talking about the queen <laughs> and the king. And the king. <laughs> This is going to be so hard to follow, which is us doing quotes from the Disney film. Look, if you haven't seen the Disney film, Alice in Wonderland, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) Pause this, go listen, and then we'll pick things up in a bit. You'll understand better that way. So. Go watch it. Formal emotional bend to it. Bend to it again. What am I talking about? Form an emotional bond bond to it. And then come back with Ben. Anyway. Queen keeps demanding that people's heads are cut off as mm. she's braiding along because she's a charmer like that yeah. and she gets to Alice and she's like Whoo! 
<laughs> and Alice is like, if you please, ma'am, my name is Alice, like very politely. And then she, the queen looks over at the guards and like, and the gardeners and it's like, and who are they? <laughs> so the queen got dementia. Well, this is the thing. It's like, she couldn't tell them apart because they all look the same because they're cards. Racist. Like, racist, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Alice has had enough by this fucking point. So she yeah. gets her sass on. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, the queen demands her, her demands her back, and who are they? Um, and she goes, "How should I know?" Said Alice, surprised at her own courage. It's no business of mine. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, are you or are you not the queen of fucking hearts? Do they look like cards of hearts? Yeah, I think that's kind of your gem. Yeah. Jesus Christ! The queen turned crimson with fury, and after glaring at her for a moment like a wild beast, screamed, "Oh, me!" <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if your solution to everything is like, I don't understand. Time for you to die. Yeah. Alice responds with, Nonsense, said Alice very loudly and decidedly, and the Queen was silent. Oh. No one's ever spoken back to me before. Yeah. I rather liked it. So the King butts in this one and goes, Consider, my dear, she's only a child. <laughs> you can't even be killing children. Come on now. Not kids, Your Majesty. Not kids. Never kiddies. <laughs> Never kiddies, darling. Never, Never kiddies. kiddies. It's, it's not the royal way, no. isn't it? It's well, well, well. well. Isn't there well. that thing in history where they killed like two young princes? That's what I was going to say. In the, the Tower princes. of London. But then there's the horrible histories thing. Yeah. There's um, King Richard and he's actually, he was painted a lot worse than he was yeah. to appeal to. Um, to appeal? By Shakespeare and his yeah, play yeah. King Richard to appeal to either Elizabeth or Mary. I can't remember oh, which okay. one. Probably Elizabeth. I thought you were going to like say to appeal to the public. I'm like, does Shakespeare know what people like? Yes. <laughs> yes, he does. Do you? <laughs> but yeah, there's the, um, the horrible histories version. He's like, didn't have a limp in my arm. It's all right. Never <laughs> killed my sons because I'm great with kids. <laughs> Were they his sons? I thought they were his nephews. Sorry, nephews. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm great with kids. So he didn't kill them, but somebody killed some kids. No one knows. Oh. Like, yeah. it's just. All I'm them. saying was they were alive in the morning and dead in the evening. Thing is, like, it's just the only real evidence that he killed them is in Shakespeare's play, which yeah. does make him out to be a monster to appease um, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. So it has to be taken with a slight pinch of salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since when did we start using playwrights as, like, you know, historical references? When we didn't write shit down! <laughs> Literally, I, as I said that, I was like, entire entirety of ancient Greece? Okay, you got a fucking also, point. Also, <laughs> maybe because there were a lot of tapestries around them, we're like, well, we can't take them for granted. That's woman's work. Yeah, literally, there's literally like a picture in a tapestry of someone killing the kids. And like, I think it might be that guy. No, no, no. No, no, I'm sure, I'm sure Willie Shakespeare knows what he's all about. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. one royal to another. So yeah, the queen is ordering everyone to be um, killed, mm. but and she orders that the gardeners have their heads cut off as well, for just for good measure. Yeah, and um, but as they kind of walking past, the gardeners kind of like turn away from the executioner, mm. and as I said, they all look the same because yeah. from the back, they all have the same back. Yeah. Um, and the executioner's also like, meh, and so no one gets their head chopped off. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on, the Queen asks... That's nice. Well, that's nice. <laughs> little less murder. A little less murder. Yeah, there's like a bit, it's like, oh, see, no one actually gets hurt. And it's like, I don't think it's damaging. <laughs> I still don't think it's healthy. I, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I would say this is like a calming, welcoming, gentle environment for no, a child to be around. Right. That's like the thing, isn't it? It's sort of like you go, go and pick your kid up and they've been like... 
you know, mentally abused. Like, oh, huh, huh. like we were saying this at the shop. So um, I work at a well-known bra chain, as I mentioned at the moment, and we've had a few mothers come in with their teenage daughters, and they've said horrendous things to them. Mm. And I've said if she was to smack her in the change room right now, I'm sure someone would like you know, would be able to like step in and say she's physically abusing her. But what she's doing mentally is, if not worse, at least the same as yeah. giving her a smack, like what is going to happen. Just like saying they've got like shit bodies and that kind of thing. And it's just... so damaging. Yeah. I ever heard someone, because I work in a salon, I ever heard someone saying that, you know, like their daughter has like blackheads on her nose, which isn't a fucking big deal. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? She's like, oh, and she won't let me like, you know, try and get them out for her. she says leave me alone I got of her like of course she fucking does yeah, and it's like well thanks for the anxiety and she's like she's 13 and she's covered in them and it's like you're terrible you're making it so much worse yeah it's like yeah. you're like good luck having a relationship with her when she turns 18 yeah because you know I hope she leaves you because you suck yeah literally but anyway just yeah the physical abuse versus mental abuse yeah in oh, Victorian man. times, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count if it's national. <laughs> we like. I don't think it overly counts if it's physical in Victorian no, times very either. Very true. Very true. Mm. Um, so anyway, the Queen asks Alice to play, play croquet, mm. flamingo, bat sticks. I don't play croquet. Croquettes. Croquettes. <laughs> now, those are potato things. I know. Delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'd be down with the croquettes. Mm. Um, mallets. Mallets. Yeah. So flamingos for mallets and hedgehog balls. And I think it sounds very friendly to the animals. No, Peter would be involved and they would not be impressed. They would not. Also, the other cards um, make up the hoops, so they keep getting up and wandering off. And yeah. There's no rules as such. Everyone just goes when they want to. So it's just a hullabaloo and everyone um, just starts arguing and shouting and the Queen just tells everyone, like, off with your head, off with your head. <laughs> everyone is losing their fucking heads tonight. Everyone's losing their fucking minds. Mm. Anyway, as they're setting up the game, Alice bumps into the White Rabbit and asks him if the Duchess will be joining them. Hmm. Um, and he tells her, oh no, she's in prison awaiting execution. And Alice is like, oh. Is the Duchess the one with the pig kid? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and she's like, oh, why? And he goes, well, she's in prison for boxing the Queen's ears. Lol, hilarious. Funny. I mean, I thought you said no one got hurt. Yeah, exactly. Got <laughs> Do you remember George of the Jungle? Yeah. Don't worry, kids. No one dies in this movie. They just got real big boo-boos. Yeah. <laughs> <Told> ya. <laughs> That's a class film. They just get really big boo-boos. <laughs> That's a good film. It really is. It's not a good film. Does not get... Oh, it's probably problematic as shit, isn't it? Probably. It's got some great one-liners. Does not get enough credit. Also... They looked at the mountain with ah, ah, not ah, e, What? No. What? That's like an or or something. Or a w e. Ooh, a w e. They looked at it with awe. As I was saying, I was like. Something like that. I also can't spell or as in the um the rowing one. O A R. Well, you say that now. I'm sure, it's going to change by next week. Just the confidence on Katie's face. O R. Inside, I'm like. This e. <laughs> what do you know? Not a Ravenclaw kid. Case in point here. Can you imagine the hat goes on? Well, you're not a Ravenclaw. Well, there's no need to rub it. <laughs> I know that. Well, I knew that. I read about it in Katie's Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's fucking obvious, yeah. 
You're meant to be the smart one. I'm just pointing out the obvious. Again, the sorting out. Like, now let's look deep into your soul and call out what makes you you and, and like categorise that in front of everyone. You're an evil little shit. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you're dumb as shit, but you're a bit of a doormat. Over to Hufflepuff, oh. Ravenclaw. Get a personality, but at least you got your books over there. <laughs> Gryffindor. Arrogant twat. <laughs> I am brawn. <laughs> Go over there, you fucking jock. <laughs> It's just the jock house. Isn't yeah, it? they're such jocks. <laughs> they're such popular twats. <laughs> and then the Slytherin are like, You're so slimy. <laughs> Why are you Randall? And there's literally year seven just getting categorised like, And that's you. Oh, but that's a side of me. I'm not really a massive. I know Harry chose, shut up. <laughs> but that's not a side of me I'm so keen on. No, that is you. That is you. Also, just everyone. Who's like, why are there any evil Slytherins? Because we're now a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> um, it's just about being ambitious. And yes, I do think ambition is evil. <laughs> <laughs> also, there was, I understand at the time, they didn't know Peter Pettigrew had gone bad, but they knew Sirius Black had gone bad. There isn't a wizard that's gone bad that wasn't in Slytherin House. Well, what the fuck do you all think Sirius Black did? The thing is, Marshall, we're racist, so we'd like to generalise here, right? Yeah. And say all the Slytherins are dickheads. And make shit up. We like being Gryffindors, and we know there's something problematic going on with the Gryffindors, but we just don't talk about it. We just don't bring it up. We just don't bring it up. All right. What's going on with Alice in Wonderland? Well, they don't mention Sirius being in Gryffindor for a start. Have a little class. Have a little class. I'm going to let that one slide. Slide. Because you know what? Gryffindors run the show here. Why is he the fuck down? <laughs> and that's the jockish Gryffindor, yeah, yeah. um as featured in alice in wonderland <laughs> um anyway so yeah um they play for a bit and the game makes no fucking sense lots of arguments queen keeps ordering people's heads off and just as alice is thinking i might just are their heads getting chopped off during the game no no no, no. she's ordering their heads okay off. just making a list checking it twice um she's making a list checking it twice Gonna find out if your hair's gonna splice. <laughs> <laughs> You're all going to fucking die. I love Christmas. <laughs> anyway, so Alice is just thinking she might make a run for it because, you know, shit's getting scary. Mm. Um, I hate your laptop. <laughs> well, maybe you should have remembered yours. <laughs> That's because you're using it, dear. That's but... because you're using it, dear. <laughs> anyway. Um, she suddenly notices that the Cheshire Cat's head has appeared. Oh, God. I was like, it's just on the floor, disembodied, which I think it is, but long. When well, there's people kind of floating. But when there's people going around, like, possibly getting on a list to be beheaded, you know, that's worrying. Show us that you're attached. Is or it... maybe that's it. He's like, I can't be beheaded if I'm just a fucking head. Well, wait for it. You oh. just sit and wait. Stop spoiling it, Marsha. I'm sorry. It's the Cheshire Cat, said I, says Alice. Now I shall have somebody to talk to. How are you getting on? Said the Cheshire Cat as soon as there was mouth enough for him to speak. With. Yeah, funny. Um, Alice wa- How are you getting on? <laughs> Alice waited till the eyes appeared and then nodded. It's no use speaking to it, she thought, till its ears have come, or at least one of them. Fair. In another minute, the whole head appeared, and then Alice put down her flamingo and began an account of the game, feeling very glad she had someone to listen to her. The cat seemed to think there was enough. There was enough of it now in sight, and no more of it appeared. <laughs> and I think that's quite enough. It's quite tiring appearing out of thin air, you know. It is quite tiring, to be completely honest. So when the king and queen notice the cat, they freak out because he's just a floating head. So demand that is he! 
did be cut off immediately. Immediately. And they sent for the executioner. Alice thinks this is a good time to leave her mate and go finish the game. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Fucking cunt. And it's like, well, you seem to have everything under control here. Bye! It's like, that actually was a little bit real and a little bit scary and I'm a kid, so goodbye, I'm going to get paper. Okay. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, if you're going to use the logic. <laughs> um, so she goes back to try and play, but obviously it doesn't work. It's a hedgehog and a flamingo. Yeah. So she goes back to the Cheshire Cat where a crowd has formed and they're all looking very concerned. Can I just say, do you remember when we found the hedgehog outside the front of the house? At Cherry Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't know it was a hedgehog. Yeah, and then disappeared. Guys. It was fucking massive and it was in a perfectly round ball and um, we thought it was like some kind of wicker ornament that had blown in off someone's like, you know, porch or something. Mm. And so we kind of nudged it a bit with our foot and it was really light, like literally, it feels like I could have picked it up and just yeeted it out of the place, <laughs> um, like Alice did with them. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and kind of with the hedgehog on this. Yeah, and um, it was really, really odd and um, then we came back later and... Was it gone? I think it was gone, but then we saw it, like, maybe crawling away. I think there was something that definitely confirmed it was a hedgehog. And we were like, that was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. I also remember, just accounts from our childhood, I once found a really pretty stone, and it had, like, a bit of mud on it. So I washed it, and it was, like, one of those, not stones, sorry, a shell. Okay. Um, so it was, like, one of those shells that, you know, is, like, hollow on the inside and, like, everything. Aren't all shells hollow yeah, on the you know, inside? Like, it had depth to it <laughs> oh you couldn't see okay yeah. okay i'll come with you yeah Con oh like Con a unicorn horn yeah kind of like that so yeah. it's like you know you not the kind of thing you could just stick your finger in and feel all the way through <laughs> yeah um and there i remember a mystery a mystery chef <laughs> yeah. and i remember rinsing it out and i mean i think it was just like oh, i don't know actually now i'm saying it i'm like maybe it was a demon <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I rinsed out on the inside and it started bubbling Gross. like blowing the water out yeah. and I was going to say I guess it just like kind of got hit an air bubble funny and was kind of like spouting itself back out yeah. but now I'm thinking that doesn't sound very likely <laughs> I think it was haunted do you not think it was like a snail or something a slug in there I think it was a ghost <laughs> I think I found a possessed shell marsh and I'm a little freaked out you're having to question it yeah so I put it back outside on the same doorstep this is why it's re relevant <laughs> Ghost <laughs> shell. Ghost shell, ghost hedgehog. Also found a, a um, bee on that doorstep once. <laughs> Gave it some honey, like some Cheerios with honey. Sorted it right out, flew off. Bees <laughs> want honey? Well, this one did. <laughs> you want no, Marsha, you wanted Cheerios and honey. Don't you know we grew up inside? <laughs> Gave him the Cheerios. Also, Cheerios, not own brand hoops. Cheerios. Cheerios. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's the story of our very exciting doorstep. Front doorstep. <laughs> uh, many adventures. I fell over on it once. Oh, you just don't... No. We didn't fall over on it. I did? I said, who did? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're accusing me of that. <laughs> you didn't fall over on it. Gaslighting me? No, Marsha. You didn't fall over on the doorstep. I fucking did. <laughs> I did. Why was I high? <laughs> no, Marsha, I remember everything that's happened to you in your life. And you I did. remember everything that ever happened to that doorstep. <laughs> and you did not fall. I will not have you badmouthing the haunted doorstep. Look, man, I like that haunted doorstep. Shall so we go back to the people that live there now? I'm like, you know, this doorstep is haunted. It's got a shell. <laughs> Can you go? 
in the day we get with. <laughs> anyway. What's happening? <laughs> so. Yes, there's an anxious crowd gathered around um, the Cheshire Cat's floating head. Well, to be fair. Yeah. So the king is demanding that the executioner cut his head off. The executioner is um, stating, I've never had to cut off a head without a body. Frankly, I'm not going to start at this age. Fair enough. And the queen is like, I don't care what you do. Do it fast or I'm cutting everyone's heads off. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> to be fair, that would up the ante, wouldn't it? That's why everyone's so anxious. Yeah. Like, God. I'm, like, I'm sorry, cat, but if those are the options, chop the cat's head in half. Oh, I really don't want to chop a cat's head in half. Just swing the axe beneath it. I'm going to swing at the fucking queen. <laughs> I mean, that's a real solving your problems, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, the, um, someone points out that the Cheshire cat belongs to the Duchess, so she must be sent for because she'll know how to mm. deal with it. So mm. send her. Um, and when she arrives, she's in a much better mood than she was when Alice first saw her in the kitchen with the pig baby. And Pepper. And, and, and the Pepper, well. Mm. You know, I mean, that would piss you off. <laughs> you can't think how glad I am to see you again, you, you dear old thing, said the Duchess, as she tucked her arm affectionately into Alice's and they walked off together. Gross. I don't know when she's meant to be giving a verdict on the cat. <laughs> Literally. This is why it's a fucking fever dream plot just gets forgotten just gets paused over there and something else carries exactly. on exactly yeah. um so they start having a chat the duchess is famous i'm like and the moral of that my dear is this and the moral of that my dear is that very I'm just good chatting absolutely did you realize that was a little rhyme as well they began to have a chat and the moral of this my dear is this and the moral of that my dear is that oh dear I'm beginning to rhyme. <laughs> oh dear, it's really having effect on me. Look at the rhyme and look at the time. Look at the time and look at the rhyme. <laughs> look at the slime. Um, <laughs> look at the notes. <laughs> read damn notes. There ain't nothing about goats. <laughs> um, so yeah, she is being friendly and she's like all weirdly snuggled up to Alice. And Alice is a bit like... Hate it. Oh, give me some fucking space. But yeah. she's just like, I don't want to piss her off. She's going to make the queen. She might cut my head off. You know, awkward. She's trying to be polite, and the Duchess is kind of like nuzzling into her shoulder, but she has a really sharp chin, and every time she talks, it like burrows into oh, Alice's shoulder. Off. I yeet the bitch. Yeah. So um, they talk for a while and debate whether mustard is a bird. <laughs> um, I want to know the different points, like figuratively, metaphorically. So literally, no. How did mustard even come into it in the first place? <laughs> on the topic of oh this. i remember here we are so the duchess asks to um pet um alice's flamingo which she still has hold of and alice says he might bite alice cautiously replied not feeling at all anxious to have the experiment tried <laughs> very true said the duchess flamingos and mustards both and mustard both bite and the moral of that is birds with feather flock together <laughs> only mustard isn't a bird alice remarked Right as usual, what a clear way you have of putting things. <laughs> it's a mineral, I think. Is mm, it? No, it's not. Of course it is, said the Duchess, <laughs> who seemed ready to agree to everything that Alice said. There's a large mustard mine near here, and the moral of that is, the, the more there is of mine, the less there is of yours. And to be fair. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> kind of fits. I'm a fan of mustard. I'm down with the mustard mine. Yeah. So... Although it does sound like it's quite exploitative, actually. Down with the mustard mine, get rid of it. Get rid of it. So, yeah, that happens. Anyway, the queen comes over and is like, we must finish the game. Mm. Um, 
And the is she's like to the Duchess, like, you are either to be executed or back off. No. And the Duchess is like, I guess I'll take you in and out of here. <laughs> yep. Um, Alice returns to the game where the Queen ends up ordering more heads off. And it's just all a bit of a fuck fuck up, really. Just chaos. Just utter chaos. Um, mm. At the end of the game, the Queen takes Alice, where she's like, have you met the Mock Turtle? And I'm just going to say this now. I cannot say Mock Turtle without wanting to say Mocktail. Yep. So I'm going to start calling him the Mocktail. So the Mocktail and the Mock Turtle are the same person. Mm. I just can't remember words. The Mocktail, Mock Turtle. Yep. Um, and Alice is like, I don't even know what a mock turtle is. And she's like, so you must read the mock turtle. Come along, come along. Um, and as they're leaving, the king looks at everyone and is like, you're all pardoned. None of you had to go. Do you know what mock today. turtle comes from? No. So turtle soup in Victorian time was like a delicacy, but they'd have mock turtle soup. I don't know what the supplement meat would be. So obviously Lewis Carroll has been, Carol has thought like, oh, what does a mock turtle look like? Because yeah, you'd have mock turtle soup. Makes a lot of sense for what's coming in a minute. And then, uh, sorry, just back a step. You're eating fucking turtle soup. Fucking turtles. Come on, that's way too, like... There's a bit that comes up, which I thought was just a fucking full-on fever dream, and you've just made it make sense. Oh, amazing. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) It's just like... (laughs) Mind blown. Anyway. (laughs) So, yes, the queen um, takes Alice to a sleeping griffin and orders him to take her to the mock turtle. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> flippity flip 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 you can't eat turtle soup you sadistic bastards yeah. is turtles one of the things that darwin was like meant to be bringing back from his, his travels but they never made it back or they hardly ever were making it back to england because the crew not, kept eating i them. think so <laughs> yeah so yeah the um griffin who's just like banterous yeah is taking alice to see the mock turtle they have not gone very far before they saw the mock turtle in the distance sitting sad and lonely on a little ledge of rock and as they came nearer alice could hear him sighing as if his heart would break she pitied him deeply what is his sorrow she asked the griffin and the griffin answered very nearly in the same words as before it's all his fancy that he hasn't got no sorrow you know come on so they went up to the mock turtle who looked at them with large eyes full of tears but said nothing this here young lady said the griffin she wants to know your history she do (laughs) oh turtle said the mock turtle in a deep hollow tone <laughs> sit down both of you and don't speak a word until i finish <laughs> don't don't interrupt me so i say we will post this picture i'll try to remember oh yeah we need to post some stuff from last week Oops. sorry right. guys um so just the griffin's face in this just to summarize what it looks like is <laughs> um, so... <laughs> that's the noise you hear when you see the face well no that's his expression I know, but I'm thinking for people listening. <laughs> well, just make that noise to yourself. Look yeah. in the mirror, and that's what he looks like. <laughs> I, am I wrong? You're not wrong. Yeah. Well, I've seen your face. No, no you have to go... <laughs> <laughs> you have to pull... get deep in the throat. Deep in the throat. Pull your bottom jaw back. <laughs> what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> this is the moment in your, everyone's mum just walks in. Like, what are you listening to? <laughs> Um, and the mock turtle is half turtle, half cow. It's like a turtle with a cow's head. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably beef in the mock turtle soup. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. 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 A lot of sense being made today. <laughs> so anyway, the mock turtle begins to tell his story. And I got to tell you this last. There's a good pun coming. 
Oh, amazing. When we were little, the mock turtle went on at last, more, more calmly, though still sobbing a little now and then. <laughs> we went to school in the sea. The master was an old turtle. We called him Tortoise. <laughs> Why did you call him Tortoise if he wasn't one? Asked Alice. Sorry, but yes, why can the rest of the world not fucking tell the difference between a turtle and a tortoise? I hear it all the fucking time. And they were like, and I was swimming in the sea. Sorry, but it's largely American people. And I was swimming in the sea and I totally saw this tortoise. No, I, you didn't. You saw a turtle. You saw turtle a turtle swim. You saw a turtle. Or they're like, and then I was at the zoo and they had the world's oldest turtle. And we were just like feeding him like leaves and stuff. Like the world's oldest, oldest tortoise. Like I get they look. It's like, it's more obvious than frogs and toads and people seem to manage that. It's, it does, it literally does my fucking head in. They're not hard to tell apart. Is it on the fucking land? It's a tortoise. I get if it's just, if it's just a headshot, I might get confused. I wouldn't. <laughs> turtles have a pointier mouth. Yes, turtles do. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't, Katie. I'd know a turtle you, anywhere. You said turtle. I totally processed it as tortoise. Oh, my like, God. Like, You're part of the problem. <laughs> You're part of the problem, man. Anyway, you interrupted the best part. Sorry. The master was an old turtle who we called tortoise. Well, why did you call him tortoise if he wasn't one? Alice asked. We called him tortoise. Because he taught us. <laughs> okay, it's allowed in that situation because that's amazing. <laughs> Said the mock turtle angrily. Really? You are very dull. <laughs> I like to think that's not dull as in stupid, that's dull as in boring. I'm hilarious. <laughs> exactly. You ought to be ashamed of yourself for asking such a simple question, yeah. added the griffin. And then they both sat silent and looked at poor Alice, who <laughs> felt ready to sink into the earth. Everyone just stares at you like, you like, fucked <laughs> That was very disappointing, Alice. <laughs> that was hilarious. And can we all just come it. back to, we called him Tortoise because he taught us. <laughs> of course. <laughs> wants to become teacher just to be called tortoise. No. Like, oh, that'd just be the best, wouldn't it? Not to me, not the teaching, just be like, uh, like, you know how I see a lot of people being like, oh, what do you call your teacher if they're mm. non binary or whatever? Mm. And it's sort of like ZZM or I don't know, Steve or whatever their fucking name is. <laughs> yeah. Or I don't know. And just like, uh, I will go by tortoise. Tortoise sounds much better. We should yeah. go by. It reminds me, I read something the other day, or it was like a tweet, and it was um, someone saying um, they were trained to become a history teacher, mm. and when they first got like into their class, what they wanted to do was write gullible on the ceiling, and in their first lesson, um, say, um, uh, oh, someone told me there's gullible written on the ceiling, and then just to watch like um, the class like ensuing, because there'll be some people who don't want to look up, like, I'm not gullible, and there'll be some that will look up and be like, it does say gullible, like, I'm not an idiot, and then just be like, check your fucking sources! <laughs> First rule of history! That's funny! <laughs> yeah. So, verify your sources, kids. <laughs> but sometimes it's boring! <laughs> and sometimes Wikipedia is just there and it's helpful. <laughs> it helps us, it means to an end. So they're chatting, uh, no, everyone's staring down on Alice. She's yeah. frightfully embarrassed herself. Anyway, that legit made me die. <laughs> I had to share it with the frog because it was the best. <laughs> anyway, oh my God, this section with the mock turtle and the griffin legit goes on for about 75 fucking years. Oh my God. Justin being like, when I was at school, we learned arithmetic and cleaning. Did you learn cleaning? I most certainly did not, says Alice. And he's like, well, then you can't be a master. And it's just like, Okay. What's happening? Yeah. Um, and they, it's just it's just a whole fucking fever dream. But they do have some interesting 
anecdotes. Mm. Um, so Alice asks, and how many hours a day did you have lessons? Said Alice in a hurry to change the subject because the griffin's getting angry. Yeah. Um, Ten hours the first day, said the mock turtle, nine the second and so on. What a curious plan, exclaimed Alice. That's the reason they're called lessons, the griffin remarked, <laughs> because they lessen from day to day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I it's think this um, like was it the Griffin that said that? Yeah. Or the Griffin has similar spelling tactics as you. <laughs> Do you want to know how they spell Griffin in this? How? G R Y P H O N. Interesting. Interesting. That's like it's not how I would spell it. That's not how I spell it. It's not how you would spell it. It's not. It's not even how I spell Griffins. No. So then they just end up singing and reciting rhymes. So. Charming. Yeah, but it's just weird. Like, will you walk a little faster? Said a whiting to a snail. There's a porpoise close behind us, and he's treading on my tail. See how eagerly the lobsters and the turtles all advance. They are waiting on the shingle. Will you come and join the dance? Will you? Won't you? Will you? Won't you? Will you? Won't you join the dance? Will you? Won't you? Will you? Won't you? Will you? Won't you join the dance? And that just goes on for a while. Yeah, the, I, there was a film of Alice in Wonderland we watched when we were kids and um, they did make it into a little song. Will you, won't you, will you, won't you, will you, won't you join the dance? I think that sounds creepy. <laughs> a little it, it, too encouraging. <laughs> um, and this was the bit that I was like, oh, I guess it now makes sense. The Griffin requests a song to be sung by the tur- by the mock turtle. Mm. He requests him to, uh, to sing Turtle Soup. Yeah. So I'll just do the first verse for you. Beautiful soup, so rich and green, waiting in a hot tureen. Who for such dainties would not stoop? Soup of the evening, beautiful soup. Soup of the evening, beautiful soup. Beautiful soup, beautiful soup, soup of the evening, beautiful, beautiful soup. What the fuck is this book? What the fuck? <laughs> it's really weird. And like, also, I have questions. So if it's beef going in it and it's green, what are they putting in it to make it green? Please? What did... The, the wallpaper that made everyone die. Didn't they have, like, arsenic in wallpaper or something? <laughs> it was very weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Eh? Eh? So that happened. That happened. Um, Griffin hears someone shouting, The trial's beginning! So he's like, Hey, it's oh. going up, Alice. We got a ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Show started. Oh, sorry. Oh. Knock my phone over. Sorry, everyone. So they leave the mock turtle singing his song. Yeah. And so we have another three verses that. Oh, for I fuck's sake. Won't treat you too no, now. No, we'll move on. But um, it's all there on Audible. Um, so Audible, if you'd like to sponsor us, um, that'd be great. Please and do. if you could all go and enjoy... Jada Coma reading Alice in Wonderland. She does it very nicely. Um, and even through the bits that are really fucking boring of them just chatting shit, she does everyone's voices very well. Mm. So, you know, there's that. Um, there's now a trial at hand. Okay. Because back at, with the um, the cards, mm. Queen of Hearts, King of Hearts and that lot, because someone has stolen the tarts. <gasps> well, you see, must all present their evidence. The Queen of Hearts, she made some tarts. And the knave, he took them straight away. 
Why do they need to present evidence if it's in the song who took them? Well, this is the thing. They present this and the knave's like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, to be fair, if he said he didn't, there, there, there should be a trial. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm down, yeah. yeah. So they have a couple of witnesses and stuff mm. and the jury is just sort of like some animals from around about mm. and they're all furiously writing right at the beginning and Alice is like, oh, what are they writing? It hasn't begun yet. And they're like, oh, they're writing down their names. And then she's like, oh, so like they can find their pieces of paper. They know who's the student's like, no, because they forget them. She's like, I'm not being funny here, lads. How are these guys meant to be the jurors when they don't even fucking know their names? How are all white men meant to be passing laws on reproductive rights? Exactly. I think I think it's very fishing. I think it's quite factual. Just the griffin like, I think it's quite fishing, Alistair. Yes, I feel it's a good metaphor for life. It is a good metaphor for life. Mm. So yeah, the king is the judge Mm. um, and he's just asking stupid questions like... um, like, where were you when the crime happened? Nothing was ever! And it's like, that's the most important piece of evidence we've had so far! Write it down! And they're like, twinkle, twinkle, twinkle! And you're like, what is happening? What is going on? What? What is happening? So, at this point, Alice is sat beside the dormouse who was at the Mad Hatter's tea oh, party yeah. earlier on. Oh, it's you! No, um, they're just sort of sitting next to each other. And they both start to grow. Just a little odd. A little disconcerting. She doesn't eat the mushroom, apparently. She just starts growing. Oh. Um, As children tend to do. Just, sorry, just paused, but I just found a line. Give your evidence, said the king, and don't be nervous or I'll have you executed on the spot. <laughs> well, in that case. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, just at that moment, Alice felt a very curious sensation, which puzzled her a good deal, until she made out what it was. She was beginning to grow larger and larger, and she thought at first she would get up and leave the court, but on second thoughts she decided to remain where she was as long as there was room for her. I wish you wouldn't squeeze so, said the dormouse, who was sitting next to her. I can hardly breathe. I can't help it, said Alice very meekly. I'm growing. You've no right to grow here, said the dormouse. Don't talk nonsense, said Alice more boldly. You know you're growing too. Yes, but I grow at a reasonable pace said the dormouse. Not in that ridiculous fashion. But he is growing at a ridiculous pace, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And he got up and very sulkily and crossed over to the other side of the courtroom. <laughs> I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> like, why are children? <laughs> anyway, at this point they turn to Alice to be the next um, witness. Mm. And she jumps up in such a fashion, she's so like, eager to be called. Well, not eager, but just sort of like, yes, I am here. Um, she and because she's suddenly huge, yeah. knocks all the jurors over. Um, so she upsets their box and sets them all. Has to set them all right up again because it's like the jury cannot continue with them on their heads. <laughs> you must turn them the right way up. So she turns them the right way up, and um, then everyone's sort of like, "Whoa!" I don't mean to be rude, love, but you're a fucking massive. Like, well, I think we found who stole the tarts. <laughs> it's like, because I'm big, I'm the one that stole the tarts. Lol, if I'd stole the tarts, we no fucking debate because I'm so big and everyone would see me do it. I don't see that kind of logic, love. Well, you weren't this big when the jury started, to be fair, love. Only a big fat liar would grow that big. Yeah. <laughs> liar, liar, pencil fire. <laughs> liar, liar, I'll stamp you all to death. So, um, the king at this point says, all persons more than a ro- rule 42, all persons more than a mile high um, are to leave the courtroom immediately <laughs> and everybody kind of just looks at Alice like if you would I think he's talking to you <laughs> I think it's about you <laughs> and Alice is just done at this point she's like I am not a mile high and the king goes <laughs> you are you are though babe and the queen parts in nearly two miles high 
Well, I shan't go at any rate, said Alice. Besides, that's not a regular rule. You've invented it just now. That's the oldest rule in the book, said the king. Uh, it's not if it's rule 42. Well, yeah, that's exactly what I said. Says, then it ought to be number one. Yeah. <laughs> the king turned pale and shut his notebook hastily. <laughs> Consider your verdict, he said to the jury in a low... Sorry. Consider your verdict? <laughs> he said to the jury in a low, trembling voice. Am I reading out Sorry, all of can these I just bits say... because I'm misacting? Yes. Yes, of course. But um, you said rule 42, and we're on 42 minutes on my thing. Apparently we're not allowed to edit this episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, it won't be 42 anymore. <laughs> so Alice is basically, she's had enough at this point. At this point, so she's just like, you know what? I've had it. Um... I'm not. I'm. I'm not sitting here anymore. She so doesn't I, even wait to hear the verdict. Well, she's got on board because they're like, "Oh no, sentence first, then verdict." And she's like, "It's not a thing." Um, I also just want to point out, Alice is like six, seven to be agree. Yeah, she's way too coherent. Yeah, and, yeah. she's also proud because she's like, "I know the word jurors." Like, I think I learned the word jurors from you, Alice. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was in there somewhere, but I just never really considered it before. No. Well, she's a strange, precocious little child. She is. That will happen if you're the victim of paedophilia. Yeah, it will. It really will. Um, so she got up. Um... Oh, hang on. I skipped a little bit. It'll also happen if you're the figment of the imagination of a fully grown man who wants to make you seem older and um, more in control than what you are. Exactly. So yeah, the Queen said, um, sentence first, verdict afterwards. And Alice goes, stuff and nonsense. Mm. Nonsense. Nonsense. Nonsense, said Alice loudly. The idea of having the sentence first. Hold your tongue, said the Queen, turning purple. Mm. I won't, said Alice. Off with her head. Mm. Um, the Queen shouted at the top of her voice. Nobody moved. Who cares for you, said Alice. <laughs> she had grown to her full size by this time. You're nothing but a pack of cards. At this, the whole pack rose up in the air and came flying down upon her. She gave a little scream, mm. half of fright and half of anger, and tried to beat them off, and found herself lying on the bank with her head in the lap of her sister, who was gently brushing away some dead leaves that had fluttered down from the trees upon her face. I've just thought of something. Yeah. When you call a spade a spade, she called them cards and they literally became cards. And sometimes <gasps> if you call someone out, you're like, well, it's just because you're very insecure. And then all the facade you've had of like having like, you know, a nice chat, it all falls apart. Like, well, if you're going to call out my deepest insecurities and notice what I am, well, we're not going to get along very well, are we? And if you're going to use logic against me, that's not a lie. Can I do about that? <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, calling a spade a spade, they all became a spade or a card. All right, Marsha. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> Not a literary review. <laughs> <laughs> now, back to the dead sleeve, uh, leaves on her face. No. Back to the fucking funny illustration of Alice's face. To be fair, she is so fucking dumb with those oh, cards. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no cards, you fucking dicks. Get now, out of it. to get an image of this one, guys, get your mirror lined up. And now just look really angry. Hold your hands up in front of your face as you know someone was throwing something and you just go... Ah. They've been throwing it for a while and you're on the verge going, fucking stop it, you know. Oh, if you have seen that, what is it? That video where the guy's guy starts filming a video of himself and his mate like yeets him in the face and he goes, oh, I can't believe you've done this. It's that face. <laughs> I haven't seen that. We'll have to share that as well. <laughs> it's great TV. Anyway, so... It's all been a dream. Alice's sister wakes her up like, Alice dear, it's long past tea time. We watched an, you've been asleep such a long while. What on earth have you been dreaming of? And Alice is like, well, sissy. And I got a sturdy feet. Book up, lassie, it's about to get wild. Yeah. And so she tells her the story. 
And obviously, we've just heard the story. So maybe they don't need to recount the whole fucking thing. Of course they do. Um, oh my god. I know! When um, did people learn how to write stories? It's about to get weird though. Yeah. So let's just... This should probably be the ending. Um... It was a curious, this is Alice's sister talking, it was a curious dream, dear, certainly, but now run into your tea, it's getting late. So Alice got up and ran off thinking while she ran, as well she might, what a wonderful dream it had been. Oh, doesn't that sound like a lovely ending? Yes. I'm scared. I'm also a little bit like, because Alice is younger, does she get an extra meal than what her sister gets? Well, I thought this, <laughs> so I was like, why aren't you going? Because you know what her sister does? What? But her sister sat still just as she left, leaning her head on her hand, watching the setting sun and thinking of little Alice and all her wonderful adventures, till she too began to dream after a fashion. And this was her dream. Oh. I feel like I might just read it. It's only a page, so I might just read until it gets boring. <laughs> um, first, she dreamed of little Alice herself, and once again the tiny hands were clasped upon her knee, Gross. and the bright, eager eyes were looking up into hers. She could hear the very tones of her voice, and see the queer little toss of her head, Gross. Um, to keep back the wandering hair that would always get into her eyes. And still, as she listened, or seemed to listen, the whole place around her became alive with strange creatures of her little sister's dream. Now is that, or is that not far too much fucking detail about a child? It's lovingly, like, detailed, like, the, the curl of her hair, like, it's disgusting. I mean, I would say, maybe there's some people with kids who are like, oh, but they, you know, they are lovely. I've got a younger sister, I ain't disclaiming your hair in any You're detail. You're not fucking dreaming about it, like, <laughs> no. I dream of the exact tones of her voice and... The bounce and of her curl. It's, it's, that's... The caress of her bosom. That is straight out of a romance novel of, like, the description yeah. of the le of the romantic leading lady. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. And he's pinned up being like, no, it's innocent. It's her older sister fapping off over to her. Don't, don't worry about the it. the sister thought this, not me. <laughs> but didn't you write what the sister thought as well? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> Poor Alice's sister, like, do I even get my name mentioned in the book? No. I'd like, read the last page. Actually, I would rather if you kept my name out of this. <laughs> I think it's better if you take my name out. Don't you, Lewis? <laughs> yeah. So then we have another full account of both. Basically, her being like, the long grass rustled at her, her feet as the white rabbit hurried by. The frightened mouse splashed his way through the neighbouring pool. So another account of the fucking story. Also, Alice's older sister, get your own fucking personality. Like, I'm going to drift off, have my own dreams, and have Alice's dreams. Have your fucking own. Also, just Lewis Carroll. So firstly, um, as Alice runs into her tea, um, she ran off thinking, um, well, as well as she might, what a wonderful dream it had been. Let me pat yourself on the back there, mate. Um, oh, yeah, and then it gets weird again. Hang on, let me find where it starts. Lastly, she pictured to herself how the same little sister of hers would in the aftertime be herself a grown woman and how she would keep through all her riper years <laughs> the simple and loving heart of her childhood. So basically never grow up. Is that what you're saying you want to happen? Yeah. And how she would gather about her other little children and make their eyes bright and eager with many straight, many a strange tale. Perhaps <laughs> She's even gonna make a gang. Wonderland. <laughs> but it's like... Sorry, Lewis Carroll, how much do you fucking love your little story and how much are you fucking fapping over Alice right now? And you're going to have a gang of people. Of <laughs> children. Of, yeah, of children, sorry, for Wonderland. Yeah. And how she would feel with all their simple sorrows and find a pleasure in all their simple joys, yeah. remembering her own child life and the happy summer days. 
Uh, I would say it's one of those things like he's clearly I mean I think Lewis Carroll was quite famously troubled as well I mean this is all paedophilia aside but like obviously all paedophilia like, aside all pe- can all we call that the title episode? I don't think I can name an episode all paedophilia aside <laughs> I'll put all P aside and now you guys know what the P is that's the secret P <laughs> fit into like adult society because well, no, he's a peer oh yeah now he's like you know wanting to like the innocence of childhood and live through that but i don't know it was a straight white man you just y'all ruined it and i think you actually did ruin it Lewis. can you imagine <laughs> though like him writing that being like and it's nice right it's nice like a swing and a miss sweetheart <laughs> so, <laughs> a real swing and a miss. especially as i actively think you actually are a bit of a pedophile yeah so. like so I'm going to go with no. No. I'm going to go with uh, don't publish this. Alice's uh, older sister reading this like, no. Oh, I can't remember. I think I did say when we started it many weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, rumouredly, it's not certain, but like planned to propose to Alice when she was 11. Oh and... my God. Yeah, maybe you did say this because we said it's like married at, no, not married at first sight. Child Bryce. <laughs> Can you imagine that reality at... TV show? <laughs> Married at first sight. She's 11. Uh, you agree to the show, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just the face like, nah. <laughs> oh my God. What do I mean? Abducted in plain sight. Oh, it is literally abducted in plain sight. But Alice's parents had the fucking sense of to be like, you want to marry your 11-year-old daughter? Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't think you should. I don't. No, you're not allowed in our house anymore, Lewis. Yeah, off you go now. Oh, but it's so nice and childlike. No, good fuck off. Lewis, you need to leave. So, The Abducted in Plain Sight, which if you haven't seen, Netflix sponsor us because we're giving you a shout out. Mm. Um, it's over on Netflix, Abducted in Plain Sight, and it is wild. It is so worth the ride, guys. Oh my like, God, it's so worth it. It's just mad. It's just but ridiculous. Yeah, the parents being like, we just didn't know there was a thing. It's like, well, the Victorians knew. <laughs> everyone knew by you guys we were just brought up in a really innocent time you know you didn't in a stupid time like you didn't think about sex offenders and sexual predators like no you didn't there's something wrong with you and also like oh i mean it's so bizarre watch it yeah just watch it guys watch it so summarize alice in wonderland Mm. download audible listen to it Mm. and you can enjoy jodie coma singing beautiful suit for you (laughs) it's weird um (laughs) Download Netflix. I'm sure you already have. It's been a long pandemic. And watch Abducted in Plain Sight. That mm. one's more important. Yes. No offence, Jodie Comer. Do that. And if you are someone that makes TV shows and you've heard Married at First, Tie, uh, Married at First Sight Child Edition, don't do that. Don't, don't do make that. that. <laughs> don't make that. Um, you will get shut down. <laughs> no one wants to see that. Can no you one just wants imagine like, the new season of Married at First Sight? But there's Child a twist. Bride. <laughs> Like, no! <laughs> it's not funny, it's child abuse. It's funny. I, I, the worrying thing, though, is I can actually hear it being I a can thing. The world's getting so weird. Love Island is so fucking weird as a concept. Like, Love they're Island borderline child brides, I swear. I don't know if I'm just getting old, but you flip it on, you're like, is she 15? And like, also, it's like, why is it only acceptable if you're like, I'm size four? <laughs> Literally. And they always, I mean, I haven't watched it this year or last year. I watched it once a long time ago. But they always have someone who's like, you know, maybe a size 
pushing a size 14 and like body positivity <laughs> but she's still super toned of course yeah and it's just like she just naturally has like a bigger bones yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so and they're like, always like but she's a fat one no she's fucking not <laughs> and they never get in good relationships either no. on there because when everyone else is fickle like oh i just mean like no one chooses them they get treated like shit oh yeah yeah yeah, it's pretty racist as well. Oh, from what I, I remember. thought I wasn't saying that the large person wouldn't get any good relationship. I thought we were talking I about the couples as a whole, just to make it clear. <laughs> yeah, make it clear because I was like, yeah, I got that. Oh, we're not the only ones listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> they never get good relationships. Wow, can you? Like... <laughs> that's, that's not what I meant. Now I meant no one in Love Island. I mean, uh, what a way to meet a partner. Anyway, anyway, it's been quite the tangent. I don't watch Love Island. I think it's kind of weird. We are going to be taking a break before we start our new season. <gasps> We're going to say what our new season is. Yeah. It's going to be, oh my God, yeah. guys. Yeah. It's going to be To Kill a Mockingbird. And get ready for it, guys, because the whole thing's in South America. And so if you don't like me delivering things like this, it's probably not the season for you. But so i got to tell you, I'm real excited. So for the next season, every episode going to be this. We'll be like, Marcia. <laughs> You want to do the plugs. <laughs> so there you go, guys. If you've liked what you've heard here today, you can track us down on Instagram. Just pump that old unclassical into your search engine. You'll see it come up. You'll also see Patreon come up if you're searching on Google. <laughs> and you know what? We got some pretty red shit over on our Patreon. And real dude. If I were you, I'd check that shit out. <laughs> I'd check that out. That's a real nice treat for yourself right there. You know what? It's all been, it's been a hard year for us all. We could really use some money. <laughs> Drop us a dollar. No, but you guys can real do with yourself a nice treat. So treat yourself. Join our Patreon family. Karen's getting lonely. <laughs> it is getting real lonely. Oh, sorry, America. It's getting real lonely over there, guys. Lonely out on the ranch. We love you, Karen. We love you. And we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you so much. All Thank right, you. let's you take it easy. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.